When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, everybody listening. We're starting this episode off with a little listener feedback. That's right. Our boy Bruno Tomas has sent us a message, so enjoy. Hi, guys. Bruno Tomas here. Actually, I'm very angry this week because the the heart business was evolved. And actually, I'm a huge fan of New Japan and their new title looks like the Divas Belt. Or, I don't know, um, Cody Rose Nectar 2 is very awful. But my question to you guys is, which which match do you, would you put on the main event of night one of WrestleMania? I have an opinion that it should be uh, Drew versus Lashley. Even though, even though that Bianca versus versus Sasha could be an awesome match. Hey yo, are you ready for war? Then bring it on. Not craftmatic like a stripper. When it's out, you throw your cash at it. Hope I don't rat at it from the hash and grass at it. I spit in mad rapid like I took a bad package. You Welcome, everybody, to the WWE Rundown. I'm your host, Troy. Joining me, Jason is here. No, I said, wrong show. Are you ready? <laughs> wrong show. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I, I am back, and I am back with a new ride. For those of you who listen to NXT Rundown and heard my chronicles, I am pimping out in my new ride. So all, all things are all good now. Horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> Even that fits in the car. So. Yeah, that's good. You got, you got the one with the... The new one's got a special compartment on the front. <laughs> nice. A little, a little warmer, too. It's nice. He got the nice. whole package for a reason. Yeah. It up. It's great. Well, I, I know that your old one, you had to grab one of those uh, little hose things that you use in your yard to wrap it up, and you just kind of right in the, in the bachelor seat. One, I was showing one of my friends, and they're like, why is there a cup holder right in the front of your seat? I was, don't worry about it. <laughs> why is there a little bit of padding in the bottom of it, too? So, joining us as well, as you heard him already, Ginger's here. Hi. Hope everybody's doing good. Yeah. Hey, Ginger, did you get your second shot yet? Uh, that is next uh, Wednesday. Okay. Good luck. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I, I got my second shot. I really, I, I was fortunate. I didn't have any side effects at all. I had a little, little bit of a fluttering stomach, and I was really tired later in the night. 
the first two days, but other than that, I was that was good. I was popping Tylenol precautionarily, but that was it. So, okay. but, good to know. Yeah, just heads up. Cool. Joining us as well, John is here. Welcome back, John. Yeah, I uh, took a week off and thought. I'm going to fucking try and regain my drive to watch wrestling. And then I watched more wrestling and I remembered why I took a week off. See, that's how it starts. <laughs> Jeff, Jeff took a week off and we haven't seen him since. That's right. <laughs> Very true. I feel like the pay-per-views usually still have something. So I, I gotta, I've got to at least pay attention enough that I'm following the stories, even though they also do fucking myriad video recaps anyway. So I guess I didn't, wouldn't actually have to. We could probably make WWE run down a once-a-month show. It's <laughs> true. Just cover the fucking pay-per-views and then, like, watch shit that doesn't make us miserable the rest of the time. But Very true. Uh, uh, lastly, slightly more enjoyable to look at than the new IWGP championship belt. Sal is here! Slightly! <laughs> <laughs> that belt is very bad. Yes, it is. Sorry, yeah, I want to step on your dick there, Troy, but I had a joke and I had to get it in. No, it's fine. Yeah. He needs to get it in. It, it is what it is. Yeah, so. Uh, good to be here, guys. Uh, we are we are at the end of the road to WrestleMania. Wasn't that a Boys to Men song? <laughs> I don't think Boys to Men ever did a song about WrestleMania, but go ahead. Eh, you'd be surprised. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. Uh, now we're going to figure out how we got here. And talk about everything that's going to happen this weekend at we Raymond James Stadium. We have reached we the puckered oh. poo hole on the Hershey Highway to WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, we we've basically just been idle, idling through shit for uh for three months or whatever the fuck it's been since the Rumble. But John, a couple of weeks ago, we got into the fast lane. <clears throat> that's right. Yeah, that that was a thing that I definitely remember. What happened now? <laughs> So, By the way, can we work on some sort of uh, effects so that when I pop on the screen, birds fly? Because uh, I think that's something I need. Um, I believe you're going to kick your flip-flops off. Probably. <laughs> I just did. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I could probably figure something out. <laughs> right. Let's make that happen. All right. Um. Wait, so if TNA had that back in the day when Taz said, let the pigeons loose... You would just see, like, fucking cartoon pigeons shoot out of velvet. But at ass. least that would fit. <laughs> like, if he kicked the things off and then landed and giant plumes of smoke came up, I'm like, all right, cool. I can see that character <laughs> yep. later. That was what I was thinking. Um, so I actually have a bit of a story today. I don't, I don't normally bring any stories because my life is pointless and meaningless. But, uh, yeah, so... Except when you steal car washes. That's true, that's true. Um, I had I had kind of a... Um, kind of an interesting uh, day yesterday. And it, it kind of got me thinking about a lot of things. Um, so if I, if I get a little, little preachy, just bring it back down here. But, um, so I... I'm driving um, home. I've got, I've got my, my youngest, my three-year-old, in the backseat. And I'm on a, a four-lane road that's got a divided intersection to it, or, or middle to it. And there is a crosswalk. So I'm driving up. Now, mind you, I'm surrounded by cars, right? And a family on the opposite side of the road 
enters the crosswalk and starts walking. So, of course, the cars on the other side are stopped. Well, I'm already, because this, this road is a 60-mile-per-hour road, I'm already, like, almost to the thing, to the crosswalk, so I just keep driving. And, of course, there is a police officer ready to turn. <laughs> so he whips around, throws his lights on, pulls me over. Now, there's three people in front of me that also pulled over, and then once they saw that I was the unlucky person that happened to be the last one there. <laughs> so, I had a feeling when this happened. Now, first of all, I didn't realize what I was getting pulled over for, uh, because I didn't actually think that, like, there was any issue with the fact that, like, I was on the opposite side of a divider. But I understand now that, yeah, what I did was illegal. But I had a feeling where um, I, I saw the police officer pull me over, and I pulled over to the side, and I felt annoyed. And it was I, that was my initial reaction. And then I, and then I thought to myself, I'm like, holy shit! Like, that's such white privilege <laughs> that a police officer pulls me over, and I feel annoyed. I don't feel scared or anything like that. I don't feel like I'm about to get arrested or anything like that. I was just like, I was like, God damn it. Like, I, I got to go pick up my kid from school. Like, this is such an inconvenience kind of thing at like that. Now, the cop comes up to me and explains to me exactly what I did. And he's like, I, I, I should pull over the 10 people in front of you, too, that did the same thing. He's like, but I, I can't get them all. Like, I only got you. And he's like, and I said, you know, sorry, I completely understand. Yes, go ahead. When do we get to the part of the story where you said, officer, I'll do anything if you'll let me go? Uh, no, uh, I didn't do that. Because the guy, the guy, like, flat out was just like, was pretty much like, I'm not going to give you a ticket because that's not fair to the fact that, like, all these other people did the same thing you did kind of thing. But it was, it was like, to do it. And then, because I have Milwaukee Brewers license plate and I was wearing a Milwaukee Brewers sweatshirt, he goes, oh, you ever do any of the, the Brewer's pub crawls? And I'm like, nope. He goes, oh, yeah, I mean, me and my, my friends, like, uh, every year we try to do a couple of, and I'm just sitting there like, I was like, this cop is now shooting the shit with me. Like, he pulled me over, and he's like, there's, there's cars screaming past us, because, again, it's a 60-mile-per-hour road, and he's just talking to me. And I was, I was just baffled. I'm like, I was like, I'm like, this is this is the way that it should always be, but I know in, for certain people it's not. And it kind of made me sad when I was driving home the rest of the way, you know? I was just, so, yeah. So some of that is what you were referring to, but some of that is also the officer, because yeah. there are officers who immediately show mm-hmm. up and escalate that situation rather than yeah. you know, try to de-escalate. Yeah. It's a, it is a stressful job walking up to a car when you don't know what you're walking over to. Right. Um, yeah, but there are people who are more equipped to handle it than others. Do. Oh, exactly. Yeah, I mean, uh, if if I if I was uh, a person of color, there's a chance that that went that went exactly the same way. Um, and I have I have spoken to some of the police officers in in the town that I live in and 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 in the county I live in and stuff like that, and they are really good people. Um, but yeah, obviously with with the kind of emphasis that we've seen on the news, but like I said, for for me, it was like the fact that. I, I could be so laid back. Like, I wasn't stressed at all about the fact that I, which should be a stressful situation for me, being the fact that a police officer pulled me over, you know? Huh. 
But to, but it was just like, all right, well, if I get a ticket, that fucking sucks. I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll be pissed. But also, like at the same time, I was like, well, I shouldn't be pissed because what I did was illegal. Like, yeah, if if those people just decided to run mm. across the fucking road, I just splattered them, you know. But they're in a crosswalk, and it would have been my fault, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah, like like I said, to me, it was it was just kind of a, a thing where I was driving home and just kind of looking back at it, and like it's like you know that like. <sighs> Yeah, like I said, I just I I that kind of felt a little bit of my privilege on that. Now again, good on the officer to you know to explain to me exactly what what was going on, and you know, and also to be fair enough to be like, look, like you weren't the only person; you were just the last one. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh yeah, I, I understand. Uh, but yeah, so did get I, I got a warning. Uh, he did joke because my daughter was in the back seat. He said, uh, "Tell mommy that daddy got pulled over." Uh, so, like I said, super nice guy, super chill, and everything like that. Um, and uh, yeah, but uh, that was that's kind of my my story. It was already kind of a fucked up day to begin with because apparently I was I was not awake enough, and I made two lunches. Oh. <laughs> yep. They, I mean, is that really a bad thing? In- well, uh, did you eat? Them? No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, well, so like, so we had we had. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you go there, I have one question related to your previous yes. story. Did your daughter tell your tell your wife, "Daddy got fucking pulled over"? No, my my daughter's three, and I don't think she actually understood what was going on because she kept. No, she's the one dropping f bombs all the time. I, yeah, she is, but surprisingly, <laughs> she stayed calm in the back, and like, she just she was just cool with it. And then she kind of kept asking, she's "Like, where'd he go?" I was like, well, he's in. The, he's he's checking my license right now to make sure that I don't have any warrants for my arrest. And she's like, oh, where'd he go? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's three. She has no fucking clue what I'm talking about. But yeah, no, she just kind of kept asking. But yeah, um, but they see. I wanted to mention something though, because um, you also have to admit that it's an age thing too, and because you're an adult and. You have a family, like you would get annoyed if if you got pulled over for something like that. But if you were like sixteen and driving around with your friends, I think you would still be scared. Yeah. If you got pulled over. <clears throat> well, yeah, yeah. I mean, if if I'm if I'm a lot younger, of course, but you no. Know. That's what. Yeah. I still get paranoid myself. I'm like, what the fuck <laughs> did I do? Well, like, what, what happened? What did I do? Well, do I have a dead body in the trunk? The do I have? <laughs> right. Wasn't gonna say it. You know. That's a good reason to be paranoid. <laughs> I, I am super interested in everybody's story, but I cannot take my eyes off the fact that it looks like some there's some freaky torture device on John's <laughs> back there, which is making me wonder what kind of fucking it, creepy S and M rub and tug you're running out of your house there, sir. It is a rack that has microphone cables <laughs> on it. I'm not sure why it's not on the walls presently, but. Um, I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. I mean, actually, I suppose it's probably because the people who were working on the deck had to like take out drywall. It's a whole. Nice. Thing. Yeah. The the resolution of your video definitely <laughs> makes it look like it's barbed wire. <laughs> I see what you did there. They had to take out drywall. It's a whole thing. I got it. <laughs> um, but yeah, folks, that's why you got to watch us on Twitch. You get to see the psycho eggs too. That's right. <laughs> and that, and like now John out. will always have a background going forward. Yeah. Hey, I'm pretty lazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Still kind of lazy. Yeah. Though. Like Sal having piles upon piles of paper towels on his bed behind him. <laughs> Me? Yeah. A while back. Oh, I was going to say, I know what you're talking oh, yeah. about. Yeah. Gigantic tub of lotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Two things completely unrelated, I'm sure. <laughs> so, um, unless we've got any other other fun stories to discuss. I feel like we all stepped on your dick. You had more to say, I think, didn't you? No, no I mean, I, I don't want to get, get too much more into, like, the... the the soci the, the you know the societal issues in, inherently in those situations but I, I mean, most people i think get the picture of what i was trying to paint of, of just just the way i felt and and kind of and <clears throat> you know for a lot of people they're not going to think that way you know they're 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 going to go out of that that situation and not realize like how how lucky you know they, that they that they they were that situation to not have to worry. And like I said, it's that it's not it's not that I thought like, oh, if I was black, that this guy was going to kill me. It was the fact that there that there is always a, a greater chance of that just by you know. Yeah. Well, if for in your case, the re- part of the reason is probably like in worst case scenario, you're getting a right. ticket. You're not getting right. 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 Yeah. For <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah, for for a lot of people, their worst case scenario is I'm not going home today. So. Um, but but the flip side to that is that could be the that's that's the approach a lot of cops have to take when they walk up to a car and for sure. what's there is like I'm trying for to sure. get home to my family. I want to make sure nothing's mm-hmm. going wrong. I don't know who's on the other side of that window and what they have and what their plans are and what I'm interrupting and all that stuff. And so, you, know. you know, for sure, I drive a black SUV with heavily tinted side windows and back and back windows. So yeah, I, I understand you're walking up to me now. <laughs> Troy rolls down the window, giant things. Yeah. <laughs> now, to be fair, I also have like a Rick and Morty bumper sticker on my car, so <laughs> I think that they're good. Gonna... Wait, wait. Did you just say you drive a black SUV with tinted windows? Yeah. So, <laughs> like in like the 90s rap videos, like when they had like Escalades and shit? I mean, I drive a Ford Freestyle, so it's not, not an Escalade. Okay. But yeah. but the, the side windows are heavily tinted for my kids, so that they don't have to deal oh, with it. Yeah. Uh, and... We don't make that kind of money on this network. Yeah. Right say, it sounded like something out of like uh, Sasha Banks' entrance. I was like, dude, he's rolling an S. No, 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 no. My vehicle. Hopefully, it's not a Batista. No, my vehicle is a 2006, dude. I felt like one of those fucking rap dudes in my new ride because it's all leather interior. It's all gigantic. I'm like way far away from the person in the passenger seat. Like, it's taking me a while to like really adjust to it. Hey, that reminds me. Did Ginger give you the idea for this car? Because I heard you guys talking about it on well, NXT. He, he was but then you bought it like the at, next yeah. day. Yeah. So well, like, I had you already had a... planned to go to go look at it the next oh, day. Oh, okay, okay. I already had an appointment, but I just swayed him. <laughs> so, well, no. What swayed me was the fact that I got a car that's five years newer, went from a standard version to a luxury version. And my payments stayed exactly the same as they were on my old car. Okay, so, yep. oh shit! And your old car was giving you. A and, and this car pound, had so. ten thousand fewer miles than my other one did when I bought. It. Oh, there you go. Okay. So. Fair nice. Enough. And it's baseball season, so I'm driving all over the state all the time. Nice. So. Having and a now ride you're getting a fancy new car, I, dude. I'm telling you, it was it was nice. It, I had to drive an hour and a half this past weekend. It was not. It was a much better experience. <laughs> All right, so we're going to run down the card. That is WrestleMania 37. Um, oh, by the way, before we start that, real quick, um, 
I'm just curious, Troy, are you listening? To, have you already watched the Bella's induction speech for tomorrow's Twat Magic? <laughs> and I would, I would, I would suggest that Ginger, you watch it and join as well in preparation of taking over as the host. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, um, one, I never watched the Hall of Fame. Two, I purposely am not doing anything to listen to the Bella's Hall of Fame speech because. If you listen to us tomorrow on Talk Magic, me and Lisa are going to experience it live. We are going to oh. we I I am oh. going to play it and so the two of us can react to it and uh and have fun with it. So Okay. That's um, good podcast <clears throat> right there. But yeah, so I as someone as someone who watched that earlier tonight, Oh, it's good to, specifically that's Oh, me. it's gonna be mind dumbing. Uh, <laughs> I am looking forward to this episode of Twat Magic more than I have any other episode in its existence. Well, I'm glad I can help you with that. Right, so, so, like, before we get started, uh, I'd like to thank my my mom and my Mexican dad and you don't, my no, my, dude, my, my other dad. But, but but more than anything, <laughs> more, more than anything, I would like to thank John Cena's penis because I wouldn't be here without that. So I want to uh, I want to thank all the guys that have been inside of me: uh, Artem, John Cena, they, JJ, John Laurinaitis, Brad, I don't want Brad, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, Brad again, Dolph Ziggler again. They're the same person. It was just four people. Uh, half of the uh, <laughs> the Philadelphia or the Phoenix Suns. Uh, 2006 team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're using all your jokes again. I know, I know. I got, I got to stop. Um, yeah. So tune into that tomorrow. But again, like I said, that's, that's we've got to. That is going to be a muscleless episode. We've got. Oh, and real quick before we start, because we haven't, we haven't actually addressed it, and people haven't. <laughs> we, we talked about. We'll, we'll figure it out and let you know. The plan as of now for the NXT rundown recap of takeover stand and deliver is that we stand are and deliver the end <laughs> of night two on thursday so it will float into your feed at the normal time uh it'll be ginger's swan song on nxt rundown as next week he'll be taking over the reins at Twilight magic and so tune in we got uh we're gonna play tell me a lie for ginger um <laughs> nope not happening <laughs> You guys, the the two of you continue to to do this L.A. cunt joke, but you you won't, but you refuse to do the NXT stand and deliver as in like I meant to the Metallica song. Like that's the joke you should be making every time. You should not be able to say stand and deliver. You need to say stand and deliver, <laughs> like James, deliver. like James Hatfield every time. Not a Metallica. <sighs> Poor shit. Poor shit. Ginger's a Metallica guy. He'll do it. Or he'll, or, he'll, or, or he'll start regaling you with the uh, ICP songs again, which was a lot of fun. That's why it was part of that. I'm going to get what? some of the cuts from myself, too. <laughs> it's it's a perfect time for him to move. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so, we, um, to. Uh, one other I will on fucking that. throat punch you. <laughs> well, it, goes, it goes with what he was saying because this week we have to explain to our fans what's going on this week. Um, I will be joining the. the NXT rundown this week um, to discuss standard deliver. We're trying Take to get them. people to tune in, not to like tune out. And, and Troy is taking on the mammoth task <laughs> of being on the AEW rundown this week. Thank you, Troy. Hey, 
Man that's, that's what I'm here for. Uh, I'm assuming that uh, I'm going to have to take notes on every single match, right? Yeah? yeah. Okay. Uh, that's fine. Alright, um... All right, one more thing before. So WrestleMania 37. Now, um, the thing I want to start with on the top is running through the people who were on WrestleMania 36 who will not be on WrestleMania 37's card. And it is an interesting list. All right. Drew Gulak. uh, Nikki Cross. Wait, Gulak is it? Oh, so we're talking about not we're not including. No, 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 no. no. This is this is okay. the people actually on night one and night okay. two. So, uh, Kyrie saying, but that doesn't really count. Uh, Elias, but that's okay. Uh, King Corbin, also okay. Uh, well, hold on. Do you really believe that Elias won't be involved in the same? You know, match? he he'll be he'll be involved, but he technically won't be. He's not booked for a match. Well, he'll be on. Yeah, the I got gotcha. you. Fair enough. Uh, Becky Lynch. Maybe. I was just, I, I wouldn't be shocked if she shows up. True. Uh, Shinsuke Na- Someone hasn't been reading the host thread. Go ahead. Shinsuke Na- <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I was talking oh. about John. I, I just, I just started reading the host thread again, uh, when I started watching again. I just completely... <laughs> the thing he said again, days. I thought he was going to say, I just yeah. started reading the host no, no, thread. No, uh, no, like... I, I took a six-day break from anything wrestling-related. That's cool. <clears throat> um, Wait, let, uh, what was the last one you just Shinsuke had? Nakamura. That's weird, because I feel like he had a good, like, little build from the Rumble. And he just... It was, it was it just set already, up to Yeah, it yeah. already kind of started to peter out by then. That's true. So... Not technically booked, but he'll be there. John Morrison. Oh, oh no, he's booked. Oh, uh, they, uh, didn't want oh yes, that's right. I'm sorry. I was reading off of our thing, which I can't change at this point. But yeah, that's right. It is. Um, but Jimmy Uso is not. Um, Maybe. Yeah, sure. He might, he might be there as well. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a year ago is when the last time we saw him. Yeah, that would, yeah, because he... Well, no, we saw him. Well, Hell I'm sorry, Hell. on... Sorry, in a match or yeah, that was the match that he got hurt on. Yeah, um, Goldberg. Yeah, not crying about that one. Uh, Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh, well, also we, yeah. we see enough of them anyway. The Undertaker. That one's a little weird. Continue, Jay. Uh, Liv Morgan. She's on it. She, well, she, she yeah, could she, be. She could yeah, she will be. be. Aren't they no, doing, wait, no, uh, no, the, no, no, yeah, she is. She is, yeah, because that match is night one. Oh, that's right. Okay, I, for some reason I thought it was it was on SmackDown. Okay, yeah, she is there. Okay. And even though they've been off TV for a month, Ruby yeah, so, and Liv have now been added. Yes, okay. So we have no spot for Bailey, but we can get two matches centered around the women's tag titles, the worst book titles Which, in the company. that match also includes Natalia, so there's that. Um, as of right now, Charlotte Flair. <laughs> Uh, Alistair. After those pictures, I'm a little disappointed. Boy, that was some heavy Photoshop. Let me just say, <laughs> that is not her face. I'm sorry. As her body, this is not her face. <laughs> the, the the fact that you had to ask yes. uh, said something. <laughs> right? Who is that? Yeah. Um, exactly. Alistair Black. 
I love the fact that we had the picture of Britt Baker's ass and not one person went, who's that? Everybody knew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Otis, which isn't a bad thing. Uh, All right. Um, well, you don't know that. Uh, I do know that because Otis and Chad gave oh, Yeah, their match is on SmackDown and WrestleMania, so probably not. Why are you doing emojis to yourself? That's so weird. Uh, Drew, uh, Dolph Ziggler. <laughs> yes, you have a question, Mr. Mark Green. Sorry. Sonya Deville. Austin Theory. Well, well, what? <laughs> I mean, he's in a different promote, not promotion. He's in a different brand. They're doing their own thing. That's fine. Now. But he's, he's on, he's not yeah. on the card, man. I know. Angel Garza. Oh, that was Zelina cool. Vega. The Street Profits. That's weird. <laughs> I thought they had a decent year. Yeah. Bailey. They're on SmackDown WrestleMania. No. Yeah, they're on the pre-show. That's just on a different yeah. day. They're on the PlayStation version yeah. of SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> uh, Bailey, Lacey Evans. Wait, can we take a second with Bailey? To Jason's point, they couldn't have found like why? Why couldn't they have just gotten her in a one-on-one feud with somebody? So, so you know let's what I mean? also hold on. Let's also be clear that. It's entirely possible we're going to get some surprise tag teams added to that women's gauntlet. Also, pretty sure we're going to get uh, Ding Dong Hello on WrestleMania at one of those nights. She's probably. But we could. What I'm saying yeah. is, we could see, for example, like uh, a Bailey and Mickey James tag team or something in that gauntlet match. Maybe, Chelsea? but it's not like a guarantee. Chelsea, yeah. yeah. No, mean? it's not. No. But... but again, last year. Each night had nine matches. This year, each night has seven matches. So there is definitely a possibility that, you know, that they they add something. Uh, rounding out the field, Brock Lesnar and John Cena. I'm sorry, who? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and his name is John Uh, so you are all welcome at home to follow along with us as we go through the WrestleMania 37 predictions. And as a special edit treat, the two matches from SmackDown WrestleMania are also going to be part of the picks. So go over to Rundown Wrestling. Yeah, and, 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 and those are up and live on Rundown Wrestling. I like that you stepped over me going. talking about going to Rundown Wrestling Dumb to tell everyone to go to RundownWrestling.com. <laughs> started talking about the matches that were on there. I figured you were going past it. But I will take this opportunity where I've stepped up Troy's dick to remind you you can also go there and submit your picks for TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Should have got that for the drop board. All right. Uh, com. Put your name in, and we'll start over on SmackDown WrestleMania. So, um, hold on. I have to put my name in. There we go. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship is on the line as the Dirty Dicks, Rude and Dolph Ziggler, take on the Street Profits, Otis and Chad Gable, and Ray and Dominic Mysterio. Now, the build to this has been nothing. They literally just threw this match together. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Jason, who you got in this one? 
Uh, I think, first off, I think it sort of sucks because it's not actually WrestleMania, but uh, I think the whole thing of this was to set up to have the father and son team win the tag titles at Mania, quote-unquote, so I'm going to go with Rain. Oh, hard, hard, to, hard to say that they're not going to put it on Rain Dominic, at least for a little bit of a run, because that's, that's one of the things he talked about he really wanted, so... Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it's it's weird because you would think they'd want that moment on Mania, but um, I, the only build they've had is that Ray and Dominic have been teaming for the past couple months. So, sure, put it on Ray and Dominic, I guess. Plus, you have to get to that point where Dominic turns on Ray. So right. That's more, that I guess, I'm looking first. forward to that for the SummerSlam build. There you go. John. Notice, hey, all I'm saying is if you notice, Dominic was wearing an Eddie Guerrero t shirt a couple of weeks ago. Oh, telling you. <laughs> Told you that's going to be the Dominic thing. Guerrero coming soon. <laughs> or El Hio El Delfa Himel El Guerrero. El Eo Delgado. That's John. You think Vicky would sue? Yep. <laughs> uh, I went with the same pick because I feel like if the Street Profits were going to win it, they would have picked it up before now. And Otis and Chad Gable, I feel like they exist so that they can feud with Ray and Dominic after they pick them up. So I've, either Rude and Ziggler keep, keep them and then Ray and Dominic pick them up in the next pay-per-view or it's happening now. And I don't see any reason to keep it on Rude and Ziggler, right. so... You know, we talk about those weird twists of fate and how things change with one. If this match, no, no, but if this match had all the same people and Chad Gable was teaming with Jason Jordan, I'd be much more amped for this match. Of course. I mean, to be fair, Otis is terrible. But you put like American Alpha, the Mysterios, the Street Profits, and Rude and Ziggler can work their asses off. You can say they lack charisma or stuff, but that would be a hell of an in-ring match. By the way, where is Jeff Hardy? Um, thankfully, he's not, he, he's not probably, even in the Don Trophy though. Probably like a, Jeff Hardy is probably a couple weeks away from showing up on BT. Let's be honest. He's under contract. Um, and also you said, you know, Vicky, uh, Vicky can waste all that money. Uh, she wants suing. They own that name. They own Eddie Guerrero. She has gone on record as saying she's pissed. The fact that WWE owns the name Eddie Guerrero. So they could fucking call Dominic Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero all they want. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe uh, Jeff Hardy and Eric Bischoff will stage a victory road. Hey, there you go. Nice. <sighs> Ginger. Yo. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it's pretty much a given Ray and Dominic are winning the All world. Right. And Ginger's not going to watch it. So. Yep. Oh, no, I'll watch it. Uh, <laughs> it's the pre-show, though. I don't no, care. It's, it's still SmackDown. It's the... it, it, it is kind of the pre-show. Um... No, they'll still have a pre-show. Yeah, that's... You think no, not they won't. Well, no, not for night yeah. one. No? They're going to have a kickoff show. There won't be any yeah. matches. Okay. Yeah, it's just going to be like... They, they want there, the right? first reaction of somebody coming out in front of a crowd to be on... To be Drew McIntyre. That's fine, but this this is still a SmackDown episode. It's not a technically, show. But SmackDown... A, SmackDown's already yeah, been Yeah, so technically it's a pre-show. They, they've been calling it like the WrestleMania yeah. special or something so, like that. So this this was taped last week because they had to tape it at the Thunderdome before they had to pack the Thunderdome up because the Rays are playing yep. baseball. That's right. So this this is this so is the pre-show <laughs> uh, for all, for all intents and purposes. This is the pre-show. 
All right, uh, and on the pre-show as well is the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Now, there's a nice little drop-down here. If you do not change your pick, you will be picking Akira Tozawa, so make sure you click the (laughs) (laughs) drop-down. I mean... Uh, I'm I'm going with a fuck it. Yeah. So, you know. uh, so the the confirmed list of people in this match: Akira Tozawa, Angel Garza, Cedric Alexander, Drew Gulak, Elias, Eric, I guess, Grand Metal Dick, Umberto Carrillo, <laughs> Jackson Riker, Jey Uso, Kalisto, who uh, rolls from the dead, King Corbin, Lince Dorado, Mace, Murphy, Mustafa Ali, Ricochet, Shelton Benjamin, Shinsuke Nakamura, Slapjack, T Bar, and Tucker. I noticed that we, uh, even though retribution isn't a thing anymore, they couldn't give those guys their names back. Can we change this? To, well, they haven't been on TV since that wasn't yeah. a thing anymore, anyway. But uh, can we change this now from the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal to the Creative Has Nothing for You Battle Royal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they could look at the names on that list that they couldn't come up with something for. And like, also Baron Carpenter. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I say um, what you want. No, say what you want about that. But Baron Corbin is a guy that's a regular on TV. You would think they'd have something for him. You think they'd have something for Murphy and Mustafa and you know all sorts. Like it's just crazy. And the guys that I'm picking, I I would replace anyone like and put Braun Strowman in that. Like, there's not a person on that list that I wouldn't make that swap. Hasn't he already won it though? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, but I don't care about it. So you know. Okay. No, no. Um, here's the thing. Not only did they not have anything for some of these people, they actively took two people out, like Shelton Benjamin and um, Cedric. Cedric Alexander. Like those guys had a story. They were part of the hurt business. We'll and... talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Ugh, yeah. This list is. All right. Who's picking first? Ginger. T bar. But as yeah, okay. That's a loyal. That is that is for sure. Appreciate John. So I I I spent a couple of minutes thinking about what the worst pick would be (laughs) because who fucking cares? (laughs) And I'm going. All right. Mother Tucker. It's a bold strategy there, Cotton. Uh, Sal. (laughs) I'm gonna say that they're gonna make um, Elias win. Ugh. Oh God! Just because it's like a C level accomplishment, something he can sing about. You saying that left such a bad taste in my mouth. I almost have to question if a ninety year old guy just ejaculated into it. Like, ugh! Like you picked a lie. Ugh! <laughs> a little, a little, a little dry. I don't like the pick, dude. It's just like that's how much they give a shit about. Well, it. I mean, Naomi won the the Fallopian Two Battle Royale last year, so you know, they don't give a shit about it. <laughs> Uh, I'm going with Mustafa Ali. Uh, Jason. Uh, John spent two more minutes thinking about this than I did. But <laughs> looking at that list, I am going to say uh, the one guy who I think stands out uh, could benefit the most from this win and sort of badly needs a win after lately is uh, Jey Uso. So I'm going with him. Set the table for, for the head of the yeah, team. Honestly, it looks really bad for him if he doesn't manage to win with the rest right. of the people that are in this. Yep. Say what you will about the uh, Andre the Giant Battle Royal, but we all pick different people to win it. So <laughs> there is there is something to be said so, about that. So I assume that the tag title match is going to be an hour and the Battle Royal is going to be an hour because we don't have time for a women's Battle Royal this year. No. So 
<laughs> and those are the only two advertised matches for SmackDown. So, yeah, but they got to do hype videos. Oh, they'll do a forty-five minute Roman Edge Bryan promo too. But sure. But those are actually good these days. So. All right. WrestleMania 37, presented by Snickers. We have JVC Kaboom Box. Uh, I don't know if they're all going to be written by the same guy, but Steve Burrell is the gentleman who uh, who wrote these WrestleMania preview articles that I'm going to read on WWE.com, and I will read them exactly as they are typed. <clears throat> All right. Uh, going in order of what we have on our poll, WrestleMania Night One, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. <clears throat> me, 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 me. <clears throat> when Seth Rollins finally came back to SmackDown, his return was unwelcome in the eyes of many fellow blue brand superstars, but perhaps no one objected more than Cesaro. Rollins' frustration that night prompted an all-out assault on the Swiss cyborg, leading to a dizzying response from Cesaro two weeks later in the form of an incredible Cesaro swing, a clear message that he would not be embracing any of Rollins' visions. The fast-intensifying rivalry has seen Cesaro score an impressive win over Murphy, the former disciple of Rollins, and SmackDown Saviors answering back with a win against Cesaro's former tag team championship partner Shinsuke Nakamura at Fastlane. But when Rollins attempted to shatter Cesaro's career with a stomp and a steel chair on SmackDown, the bad blood reached a dangerous new level. Now the bitter animosity can only be settled on the grandest stage of them all, where Rollins has shined many times, while Cesaro aims to earn one of the biggest victories of his WWE career where it matters most. So, <laughs> that's a little preview of what the rest of these are going to be like. Uh... What is that match? I want to <laughs> Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Uh, there, there's a couple things they left out. Of course, this is Cesaro's first singles match on WrestleMania. They brought it up once. Well, they time. brought it up, but that, that thing didn't say it. Uh, and Seth Rollins, to me, still doesn't gain anything by beating Cesaro here. That's fine. <laughs> 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 hey John who yeah winning? yeah John who do you think is winning All right. uh, Cesar. Uh, I uh, for the reason that you stated like Rollins doesn't gain anything by winning he doesn't really lose anything by losing like the the only thing that does anything for anything for either of them is if Cesar there you wins. go uh Jason I feel like Seth has lost a lot at Wrestlemania but then I looked it up and his WrestleMania record is six. It's pretty good. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, not bad. Um, I'm going <clears> to. <throat> this is. So, on paper, this is the moment where you really start the Cesaro push, right? This is the moment where you, you really use this opportunity to build a new superstar. So, being that this is WrestleMania, being that it's WWE, Seth Rollins is going <laughs> to. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm going with Cesaro because I think that um, that eventually he will get a WWE title shot. He'll probably lose it, but he'll, this this is going to lead to him getting a WWE title shot at like uh, fucking what are they got? There you Backlash. go. <laughs> I was thinking of some C level pay per view that he could he could main event. Stomping ground. No, that's a, that, that, I don't know if that's still a thing. Uh, what what Jerry Lee Lewis song can we come up with that? Uh, 
Uh, Ginger. I think Cesaro's taking it. Uh, this match actually is probably my most looking forward to match, to be honest. I think if they let these two guys go, they will steal the fucking show. Huh? Well, as 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 we've heard from uh, from Matt Cardona, sometimes you're not allowed to steal the show. Yeah. Oof. Oof. I so, mean, uh, is Matt probably Cardona good. capable? No, he's not. Show? But he was he was complaining about the fact that he was told not to not to go as strong because he was the opening match in a pay per view one time. Mm. So probably not a good probably a good thing for Jeff Hardy that he's not on WrestleMania. His WrestleMania record is one in six. <laughs> So Shut that's up. bad. But, that, but. but it it doesn't hold a candle to Dolph Ziggler's one and nine. So it's a good thing he's not on the show either. Where are you getting these from? There's got to be someone worse than one and nine. Uh, Mark Henry's two and seven. So you can file that under Mark Henry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> JBL's three and seven. Kofi Kingston two and that's nine. That's not surprising. Wow. Uh, Goldust. I don't know how this works. O oh, two and eight. Uh, he's guessing... got eight. Oh, ba- five battle royal defeats. Uh, I don't know how they do the other ones, but Mr. WrestleMania, Shawn Michaels, is 6-11 and 11 at WrestleMania. Yeah, and two of those are the Undertaker. <laughs> uh, the best commentator. Three. The no, best, sorry. The sorry, best no, announcer not named Tony Schiavone on AEW Dark Elevation, the big show, uh, is 5-12 and 12 at WrestleMania's, so... Dude, they did a storyline about how bad his WrestleMania record was. Remember with fucking Cody? Fucking Cody. I don't watch that shit. No, on that referee tried to fuck on me. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) By the way, Ric Flair one and four. Uh, Chris Jericho five and nine. Nice. Just interesting stats. You're the stat man. Uh, (laughs) Sal, did you make a pick? Well, I'm a stat man. Dun, dun. I love to kick him. I love to Moving on. Him. <laughs> uh, I picked Cesaro. I asked you if you made a pick, and then you just <laughs> looked at me wide-eyed. <laughs> everybody, was, everybody was singing. Um, But I thought we were going to talk about the build for each. I did. I read a preview article. <laughs> yeah, but none of us talked about it. Do you have something you'd like to add? Do you think um, Seth should have gotten swung last week, or should they have saved that for Mania? No, Seth's going to get swung 50 times. (laughs) That's what it's going to be, dude. I know, I know. And I I was talking about with Ginger last week, and when I rewatched it, because they showed it again on SmackDown, I was like, okay, I can't stop laughing. This is fucking amazing. (laughs) I will say, Seth Rollins has one of the best fucking swing cells in the business. So... You want to talk? You want to you want to get a little in depth and analysis into this match, Seth. Let's point out the fact that for all the people who have issues, and I've had issues with him in the past as a performer as well. Nobody in the history of WWE, and that includes Paul Heyman, has done more to get Cesaro over than Seth Rollins has in this brief program. Yep, hundred percent. Seth Rollins, uh, Cesaro feels like a bigger deal now than he has at any point in his career as a singles wrestler. So that Seth Rollins drip is a real thing. I'm just saying. It's just like the thin rub. Well, that's kind of hot. <laughs> hey, the Seth Rollins drip ends up no, in a roux. No, but no, like, 
did these two, I, I feel like <laughs> not a lot of time. Right, I oh, I heard it. I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. <laughs> that was really good. Right that went down. I think you were the only one that thought so, but I'll take it. I thought it was funny. I, I'm, I'm looking away from you, so I don't think you can tell I'm laughing all the time. Uh, write that one down, Ginger. I know you heard it. <laughs> all right, well, he'll text it to you later. All right, uh, moving on to Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. Oh, this one is written by Brad Zach. You got two first names, bro. Shane McMahon has drawn the ire of Braun Strowman in recent weeks and will now have to enter the ring with a monster at WrestleMania inside a steel cage. Shane O'Mac tried various attempts to calm Strowman's frayed nerves over the WWE title picture and teach lessons in conflict resolution, but the only possible resolution will come inside the squared circle. After Strowman demanded an apology on Raw, McMahon appeared to initially acquiesce, it's a, I hate that word, but he quickly turned to poking the monster among men with insults of his intelligence. The following week, an incensed Strowman had a new demand, a match with McMahon. Before the opening bell, the monster came out mauling, but McMahon zoomed in on Strowman with repeated blows with a camera before an elbow chop through the announce table. And buckets of slime brought the humiliation to a new level. <laughs> They're fucking directly referencing. Yeah. Uh, Strowman sought <laughs> buckets of buckets of Shane McMahon jizz. Uh, Strowman sought pay- sought payback at WWE Fastlane, but his plans were foiled when McMahon suffered an apparent knee injury. Foiled. <laughs> These things are way too fucking long. Oh, these things are fucking awful, dude. They're like bad fucking um, movie synopsis. <laughs> On the March 29th edition of Raw, an enraged monster among men held Shane O'Mac to his word that he could have any match he wanted by choosing the match stipulation for the WrestleMania showdown. A steel cage match! How will, how will Strowman respond to McMahon's bullying when they meet inside the unforgiving steel? Presented by Snickers. Um, my biggest question you, you, on this match you, you is, know it's more entertaining than this match that Snickers commercial where the guy thinks he's going on the zoom call oh when he's in his underwear when he's in his underwear that's nice. more entertaining than this fucking shithole of a fucking storyline and everything about it that's what I think of this match here's the question though if they're in a steel cage how are they going to get out to the floor to do He'll do it after he loses. By the way, here's an interesting thing. Uh, if you were to take a guess without looking, how many WrestleMania matches do you think Shane has had? Sal, you wait, because I know you might have watched more than Six. anybody else. I was actually <laughs> seven. Five. Sal? Three. Wow. Ginger nails it. Five WrestleMania nice. matches. Yes, uh-huh. sir. He took on X Pac at. Uh, that was a good match. He yep. took on. That was good. He, he took on Vince. That at was X7, not good. Faced the Undertaker <laughs> at Undertaker at thirty-two, AJ at thirty-three, 
And uh, Shane and Daniel teamed up against Owens and Zayn at 34. Yeah. Wait, where's the Miz? What? Huh? Never fought them. No, he didn't fight the Miz at, at Mania. Yeah, I actually don't remember what when that was, but that was at Mania. Was it? That was one with his dad, wasn't it? Yeah, that was one with his dad. That was at WrestleMania. Okay, so, so maybe this is six. an old. Maybe this is an old uh, so thing six. I'm looking at here. So six. All okay. Right. Okay. So I win. Fuck you, Ginger. I win. You're just talking I'm, himself out of a win. I know, dude. You're gonna give me credit for being honest. Because you guys were like, oh yeah, that's right. And I was like. What? There's there's one missing that we all shit all over, and I bet John that was John's match of the year that match. Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> I believe in that <laughs> no. prediction. I believe in that prediction, Paul. I was the only one that got that right. Actually, everyone else picked Shane. I, I was the one who picked the Miz. Didn't Shane punch his dad in that match? Yeah. His dad got in the ring and put his hands up, and it was a meme. And then yes. Shane yeah. fucking clocked George. him like in the stomach or something. Lockbox. That was <sighs> God. God, that was awful. <laughs> That's what should happen. He should hit Braun in the face with Vince's lockbox. <laughs> Tie it all together. <laughs> all right, well, let's predict this shit because we've spent way more time on this match than we should have already. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, I'm going to pick Shane McMahon because who fucking cares? Shane. I'm going Braun. It's going to be Shane. It's going to be Shane. Of course it's going to be Shane. Braun is a fucking idiot. That's the story. I think, I think, we're, I think they're going to position Braun to uh, go back into the title hunt after this. I think he's going to be Shane. And Shane's going to go away. Hopefully. Can they both go away? Yeah. This is probably going to go on again to another pay-per-view. Double murder, death kill. All right. Um, that takes us to the Raw Tag Team Championships. <clears throat> At WrestleMania, Raw Tag Team Champions The New Day will put their newly reclaimed titles on the line against AJ Styles and his own personal colossus, Almost. Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods reclaimed the Raw Tag Team titles from the Hurt Businesses. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin on the March 15th episode of Monday Night Raw, only to be immediately interrupted by AJ Styles and Omos, who seized the moment and challenged the new title holders to a title match at WrestleMania. The highly decorated... Oh my god, this guy's face. The highly decorated New Day are truly tag team royalty who can hold their own with any tandem on the planet. That's hyperbole. On the other side of the ring will stand the phenomenal one who has had some truly amazing WrestleMania moments. His partner almost is the true tower of dominance, but will be making his in-ring debut at the show of shows. (laughs) And because his presence to this point has mostly been as a source of intimidation, he will truly be an X-factor of the high-stakes tag team title showdown. That was written by Michael Burdick. <laughs> right. uh, I was I was almost interested this in this guy. Burdick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's just how guys in the south to talk about what they're going to do to their wife later. I'm a Burdick dick. Burdick right in her. Jason, New Day or AJ Styles in a sleeve. Do you don't have to give a shit, but you have to give an answer. 
I'm going to oh, say AJ yeah. and almost just so that AJ can win his. Oh, I, I, I'm almost positive that's exactly what this is about. I have literally no interest in this match. If this was AJ and anyone else, but like this is, and I'm sure almost works hard and I'm sure he's, he's trained and everything. To me, this is another great Kali situation. I've watched this guy do things physically as a bodyguard and he's shown me nothing more than the great Kali in terms of sort of mobility and uh, flexibility, talent, skill, speed, agility, any of that stuff. He's just slow lumbering dude. Who's tall. So you know. uh, I, I do have a question for you. I don't think you were here the week that um, they let him do his first stuff to the new day. How did you feel about that? Do you think they should have waited till Mania? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. I mean, yeah. Just just let him keep throwing guys to the shadow zone, and you know, then and, and but yeah, uh, when he, he's Warped Shadow up. Realm. <laughs> I, I'm assuming that's what AJ does. You've activated my trap card, almost. <laughs> uh, John. Uh, same pick. Uh, partially because, yeah, why else would they have fucking had the New Day pick pick the title yeah. up again when they're doing, I don't know, some of their most fucking tired work of their career? And, yeah, AJ can get his little, uh, uh another notch on his resume yeah. or whatever it is, but yeah, this is gonna, this is gonna be pretty bad, I think. It's kind of crazy how, how quickly, bless you. <laughs> How quickly AJ was able to kind of accumulate all the titles to be a Grand Slam champion. He's only been in WWE for what five years? I want to say yeah. five years. That's, yep. that's, I mean that that shows a fucking lot with him. Now, granted, I mean, I mean Charlotte was there for a year. <laughs> champion, so. That's true. That's true. Um, Sal, did you give your pick? Uh, my pick is going to be AJ Styles and almost because, I mean, what would be the point of doing all this for them not to win? I mean, they've done some bad things with the tag titles at WrestleMania, but I think they like almost and they want to they want to see what what they can do. He is so, big, damn it. Um, I'm not I'm not like um, completely condemning almost to to Kali levels of bad. You know, let let me see what he does in this match, and if he's that bad, then then you know, then who cares? But I'm willing to at least see what Fair he enough. does first. Gotta give him a chance before we get yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, now this next match is listed as a singles match, but of course, because WWE hates me on Raw, they turned this into a tag team match. Uh, so it is Bad Bunny and Damian Priest versus The Miz and John Morrison. So obviously, if you pick Bad Bunny, you're picking. Bunny and Priest, if you pick Miz and Morrison, then you're dumb. Uh, so, <laughs> this one was written by Michael Burdick and Brad Zach. So, it took two people to write this one. So, here we go. Bad Bunny will join forces with Damien Priest in search of redemption in a WrestleMania moment in a tag team showdown against The Miz and John Morrison at the Showcase of the Immortals. After weeks of back and forth, The Miz struck a new chord by smashing a guitar over the back of the Grammy Award winner on Raw. The following week, the two-time Grand Slam champion laid down a WrestleMania challenge for a one-on-one contest, and Bad Bunny accepted after returning the favor with a guitar strike of his own. 
Bad Bunny showed flashes of excellence with a skyscraping attack on Miz and Morrison at Royal Rumble. But on the final <laughs> but on the final Raw, on the road to WrestleMania, Miz and Morrison poured paint on Bad Bunny's Bugatti and attacked him. Bad Bunny and Priest responded with a proposal to change the match into a tag team bout. Will Bad Bunny be ready when he teams with the Archer of Infamy at the show of shows? Or will Miz and Morrison put an end to the newcomer's WWE career? I love the fact that, one, it took two people to write that. Two, that I just assume that all of these writers have, like, a an Excel file of different names you can call WrestleMania. So they can pop it in there. <laughs> yep. F3. By the way, did you know uh, the story behind uh, Bad Bunny's uh, Biscotti? Bugatti, Bukaki, uh, Bugatti. Bugatti. <laughs> Bugatti. Bugatti. Uh, he apparently hates it. He uh, he purchased that vehicle. It is a one point four million dollar vehicle. Oh, you mean it's not four million? Like no, it's one point four million. Um, and <laughs> he said in an article uh, that he can't drive it around America because people recognize him, and he can't drive it around. Uh, in Mexico, because the insurance that it has to, it has to take out on it is way too much. So, oh, hi. <laughs> so, uh, that doesn't so surprise me. <laughs> to me, I think Miz and Morrison did him a favor because now he doesn't have to do that anymore. Probably. I mean, they didn't because that was the fucking weakest point <laughs> I've ever seen. But yeah, it wasn't like I was kind of waiting for them to like kick the window. It was them. honestly like those. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to come out, come out with like just a sponge and clean it because <laughs> that's probably exactly what they did afterwards. It, it kind of reminds me of that, uh, uh, like tub paint, like those tub crayons you can get or anything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... Um, so can we just say hello? First off, can I just say bad, oh, bad bunnies <laughs> promo on raw was one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause yeah, it was bad. It was, it, really it bad. was atrocious and rambling and went in seven different directions in two different languages. I was going to say, um, and then it changed languages. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> um, but can we just save some time on this prediction show here and say that we're all picking bad bunny? And well, yeah. Priest? Yes. Agreed. Yep. All right. Agreed. All in favor. Yep. Second. All right. Um, the WWE Championship. Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. Curtain jerk and special. Most likely. All right. Um, let me see. This one was again written by Michael Burdick. The era of the Almighty has begun, but one superstar is out to transform the intense title holder's time into a footnote in his own WWE title legacy. At WrestleMania, WWE Champion Bobby Lashley will go head-to-head with fellow force of nature and former WWE Champion Drew McIntyre. At WWE Elimination Chamber, McIntyre survived five elite Raw superstars and a career-altering structure to continue... Wasn't Jeff yes, in that match? <laughs> to continue his dominant reign as WWE champion. His celebration was cut short, however, when Lashley suddenly unleashed a fierce post-match beatdown and paved the way for The Miz to cash in the money in the bank contract and steal the gold away. Yes? So he survived the Elimination Chamber match, not the Elimination Chamber Correct. pay-per-view. There yep. is a difference. Eight days later, the Almighty conquered the A-lister in dominant fashion and captured the W title to signal the start of the Almighty era. Nevertheless, 
That's a weird way to use, nevertheless. The rain isn't without opposition, as McIntyre immediately sets his sights on Lashley with a, the purpose of reclaiming his gold and becoming a three-time WWE champion on the grandest stage of them all! <sighs> I thought it was the show. Well, this, this time it was the grandest stage of them all. Okay. <laughs> this thing has like 37 fucking catchphrases. I'm saying... Your granddad's hairy balls. Sorry. Uh, Back in business is this yep. year's. Right? I'm saying Bobby Lashley retains. So um, my take here, for those of you who don't know what we were referring to earlier, story rumors circulating that Drew has actually actively politicked to be the opening match on night one because uh, he wants to be the first guy out there in front of fans for the first time, which I feel like is sort of justified given that his big life-changing career moment last year uh, with the fans sort of got taken away from him. So I'm totally, I'm totally down with him asking for that. I think that's a fair request. Sure. Um, that said, I think this Hurt Business split came out of nowhere. It's completely nonsensical. So my guess of it is that this is all a build for them to come out and cost Drew the match at Mania, uh, and Bobby Lashley retains. Ginger. Let's hope that's the case here. Because oh, let's hope that's the case. Are you you are the biggest Drew McIntyre mark on this show? You're rooting against him. <laughs> no, I'm not rooting against him, but I think Lashley deserves to hold the belt for a little bit. Okay. What one uh, month? Not what I, even... I would have expected from Ginger. No, right? give him a run. You got to make fucking stars in this business, and this is He's great. Huh? He's already a star. Well, I, I understand that, but he I think he deserves a strap. So let him keep it. Let him we'll let him take a mania victory over Drew. I mean, think of everything Lashley's gone through between his sisters and Lana and all that shit. He deserves a nice long run. Yeah. John. I don't think he's gonna get it up. Um I, I I think that they were just sort of like realizing that he was starting to get over and they course correct to try and get people to boo him so that like when Drew wins, they'll cheer him. Fair. Sounds and also, I don't know why, but it bugs me that they say the almighty WWE champion instead of, like, the almighty Bobby Lashley and, like, you know, then reference his WWE championship. The the order in which they say it grates on me every time. It's usually MVP yeah. that says it, but... Yeah. It's Monster in the Bank, you know? It's yeah. just Brandon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, I also hated that branding. Yeah. No, I, did too. I mean, you also hated the, hated the individual um, that that branding was a part of, so... <laughs> that, that is true. Maybe that is true. Maybe what'll happen is MVP will get jumped by Bobby Lashley's new personal ring announcer, my man, and oh, he'll claim God. that he defeated Jordan Devlin for a championship in a match nobody ever right, saw, okay. and he is the rightful NXT Cruiserweight yeah. champion as well. And then Lashley can go back to showing everyone his favorite pose. His favorite Zay. pose, yeah. That was that was uh, Adam's favorite part of WWE for like a huh? year and a half. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's so far behind, he's probably still watching it. <laughs> true. Sal. He's so, so far behind, he's watching Ashley's behind. Uh, so here's the thing. I'm going with Drew McIntyre, not You're because not. I want it to happen, because I think they give him that moment in front of fans that he didn't get last year. That's why he's coming out first. No, but I think he's going to get that big title win in front of him. I don't think so. 
It's not the same. It's not that moment anymore. It's not the I, first. I title. know that. He's, I know he's that. He's a two-time champion now, and this would be the second time in a row that you just actively took the title off of him to give it right fucking back to him. I know. I know that, and you know that, but you've seen them do it before. <laughs> it sucks because that's how Vince thinks things will be. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's a possibility either way. Again, I would be pleasantly surprised if Lashley walked away with it. I. Just don't think that's what they're doing now. Maybe. Maybe Lashley, Drew's about to win. He's going to count down to the Claymore. And then Kenny Omega attacks him because <laughs> Vince has opened the forbidden door. So this one is not on our predictions well because, again, <laughs> they, uh, they threw these things together here. But I do want to get everyone's thoughts on it. Naomi and Lana versus Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke. Versus the Riot Squad versus Natalia and Tamina in tag team turmoil with the winner facing uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler on night two. Um, yes, there was a, there was a graphic released uh, by accident that also featured Carmella and Billy Kay as a team in there. Whoops, so not there. Going to join in, um, and I think there may be one or two surprise people too. I wouldn't shock me if Molly Holly finds her way into that match, or. Nikki and Bree. She's not cleared. <clears throat> she's don't she's even, not cleared. Don't even she's not that. Yeah, you know what? You that know woman that that wasn't cleared. That, that, no, that woman cannot yeah, keep a secret. No, that woman cannot keep a secret. Do not tell me that she can. She she fucking spoils shit that she's not supposed to, and then talks about how much she gets in trouble for it. She cannot keep a secret. She would tell you instantly on fucking Instagram. I got cleared. Telling you, the Bellas are in this thing. They're winning it, and they're winning the tag titles. WrestleMania yeah. glory will be at the fingertips. It's not WrestleMania. Yes, it is. Oh, at night two. Oh, yeah, they're not beaten. No, okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, I, I, I think whoever wins this match is going to win the titles. I don't yeah. think that. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I think we're I finally think... going to get to that uh, Shane and Nia feud that no, no one cares about. Uh, in an in an article so important that it's listed as being written by the WWE.com staff. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania glory will be at the fingertips of four of the women's divisions. It's too many apostrophes. Top duos as a tag team turmoil match on night one of WrestleMania will determine Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler's challengers the following night. Naomi and Lana, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, the Ratatata Squad, and Natalia and Tamina will do will all do battle with the WWE Women's Tag Team Title opportunity up for grabs. Both Raw and SmackDown superstars have been chasing Jackson Baszler. But at the show of shows, they'll have to outlast the mayhem. Who will step up to the challenge and seize the golden opportunity? Okay, so if I'm picking by just the teams that have been announced, I'll go with the Ride. I'm picking the Ride Squad because they're the only team I like. What about the Bellas? I'm picking the Riot Squad because they're the only team I like. I'm. Ginger is the future host of Twat Magic. Are you willing to pick the Bellas? I mean, no. Thank no. God. <laughs> no, I'm not picking the fucking Bellas. Absolutely not. Who are you picking? I'd. L- I mean, I'd like to see Riot Squad. It's gonna be Tamina and Natalia, isn't but, it? But 
took the words right out of my mouth. But you, but you've got to keep. It's gonna be Natalia and Tamina. But you've got to keep Tamina free for the post uh, Mania feud with whoever wins between Sasha That's and true. Bianca. <laughs> Very true. So. Um, I think it's gonna be uh, Mandy and Dana. <laughs> They're blonde, and Vince loves him some blonde. No, I so. I think um, it's not gonna be the Bella. She's not fucking clear. Uh, I think it's gonna be Ravishing Glow because I think they're gonna go right back to the fucking Nia and Lana thing. Oh, maybe, maybe, yeah. You can look, but you can. The SmackDown Women's Championship match: Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. And this article is written by John C H I K Chick. I'm gonna say Chick. <laughs> is that Laurinaitis? Is he right? Probably. Have I? I don't know. Johnny, was that you? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I gotta, I gotta go. <laughs> Vince is calling me. How are your balls today, sir? Whoa. <laughs> All right. Well, if John is the one who wrote this, the boss, the EST, the SmackDown women's title. One of WrestleMania 37's marquee bouts has show stealer written all over it, as Sasha Banks will put her title on the line against Bianca Belair. I'm not going to do that voice the whole time. It's going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't you can't follow gingers. It's just too much. Well, it may be difficult to believe for these who, those who witnessed her meteoric rise to the ranks. Banks is now a battle-tested veteran on the main roster and a Grand Slam champion to boot, though her most... Is this on purpose? Her meteoric rise to the ranks? Sasha Banks? Like, fuck. Probably. Though her most recent title win was arguably her most impressive. After being betrayed and brutalized by her former best friend Bailey, Banks shed a protective neck brace and immediately stepped straight into hell to challenge the role model for her championship in a Hell in a Cell match. They didn't even say her fucking name. They They just said the role model. They said her, her former friend Bailey. Oh, they okay. A savage. I thought they just referred to her as the role. Model. A savage fight ensued, but Banks earned the first the first SmackDown Women's title of her career by using a chair-assisted bank statement to force a frantic tapout. Belair caught the attention of the WWE Universe during her time in NXT and continued to do so when she made the jump to the Blue Brand. Nevertheless, for that whole year where she yeah. was on TV, she also didn't <laughs> make the jump to the Blue Brand from NXT. She was a Raw superstar. <laughs> Yep. Yes, she was. Nominally. But Never. She had a few, She had a match with Zelina yeah. Vega. Here it is again. Nevertheless, she was still seeking a true career-defining victory and accomplishing the Herculean feat of winning a Royal Rumble match was made more daunting when she drew number three for the 30 Superstar Melee. But you don't get a nickname like the EST of WWE if you're lacking in confidence, and Bel- Belair silenced the doubters by completing if competing for 56-plus minutes, racking up four eliminations, joining forces with Rhea Ripley to toss Charlotte Flair, and finally eliminating the Nightmare after a pulse-pounding brawl in the bout's final moments. After, Did they really need to take a sentence to let you know that it took t- two people to eliminate Charlotte Maybe this was Flair? written by Andrade before he got fired. <laughs> <laughs> after mulling her options for WrestleMania, Belair indeed challenged Banks on, this, on the February 26th edition of SmackDown. Do we need to know the exact edition that she she said, I want to challenge you? 
in a matchup of two women who have both lost to Charlotte Flair. (laughs) Oh, here we go. And while she hovered around the title picture during her time on both NXT and SmackDown, Belair has yet to earn championship gold in WWE. Well, Charlotte Flair held the titles in both of those brands at that time. Will she achieve her goal on the grandest stage of them all, or will Sasha continue to prove exactly why she is WWE's blueprint? Charlotte, Charlotte, Charlotte. So 80% of that preview had nothing to do with their build to no. their match. They haven't really had one. This has been one of the worst built WrestleMania matches that should be one of the greatest WrestleMania matches um, and most significant. I mean, you're sitting here. I, I think it's safe to assume, at least from what I'm as I understand it, the Lashley and McIntyre is going to, in fact, open night one, and this match will close night two. Uh, you have two African-American women competing for a championship in the main event of a WrestleMania show. Mm-hmm. That is significant both historically and socially. Um, they haven't marketed that at all. Uh, they haven't made Bianca feel special. They had her lose to Natalia a couple weeks ago. They, rather than build this up as an anything you can do, I can do better, which would have been a significantly better way to tell this story, they teamed them up and tried to, well, we're going to win tag team championships because we respect each other. And then Sasha all of a sudden just turns on her. Reginald was fucking all over this thing. This has been a horrendous, horrendous build that has been a disservice to both of these people, both of these ladies. So in that case, I'm picking Charlotte Flair. No, I'm, I'm actually. <laughs> I, I thought you were serious because it wouldn't shock me. Like, no, no, no. I am going with Bianca. It just feels like it, this match is less than it should be because of the story yeah. they told. I will say, um, both nights of WrestleMania, the majority of the matches feature at least one uh, person of color. That's that's not possible. AEW is the progressive. Wrestling. You've got. Uh, well, Seth Rollins is Armenian, um, but him and Cesaro, uh, Strowman and Shane are, are the two white guys on night one. But everything else, everyone else has an edge. The New Day, almost Bad Bunny, uh, Bobby Lashley, Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair. That's fucking good. And then night two, other than Riddle, Sheamus, uh, you got Sami Zayn, who obviously is uh, um, uh, Muslim, uh, Biggie, Apollo Cruz, Orton and Fiend is. That's something else, but Asuka uh, and then Roman Reigns. So, oh, Ryan, well, <laughs> but that can't be because Vince is racist. He's very racist, and you know, every single one of those black people are either dancers or thugs. If you ask Jazz, so yes, <laughs> let let's not undersell the point that Jason made that um, this is the first time two African-American women have, have made a vent in a match. It is a little bit of a disservice that they're not even mentioning that. I'm glad someone finally did. But why wouldn't you mention I'm, that? I'm usually good at telling the stories that they don't tell. Well, here's here's a... I don't get like why you wouldn't want Because that. here's the thing, Sal. Eventually, there needs to come a time where you don't need to fucking jerk yourself off about that. And pat yourself on the back of it. No, no, no. I, I get it. I, I, I'm not saying you have to beat it over the head every single week. It's something that could have been mentioned. Because so, so you say that. You say <clears throat> that. But at the same time, and we've talked about this before, 
for for all of us to sit around and have that conversation is one thing. And then you sit there and you look at the reaction of MVP and Shad mm-hmm. Gaspar to Kobe uh, to Kobe Kofi. <laughs> Kofi Kingston winning the championship a few years back. That level of representation on that stage means a lot. So yeah, it is worth mentioning. And I guarantee you there are lots of little little girls of African American descent who are gonna watch that match and feel like, oh shit, well they can get to there, so can I. And that shit matters. And people will sit here and tell you, oh well we shouldn't talk about race. Well that's bullshit. It's a reality. It's not some faraway fictitious thing in somebody's head. It's something that people live with in their lives on a day-to-day fucking basis. So let's not pretend it's well, not and, there. Uh, it's not that they're, gonna, they're not going to pretend it's not there. We're going to hear about it during the match. It's just that the the build as terrible. As, I don't know that we will. I don't know that. No, I, I think they will. I mean, they, we, I we, had, we had one they, line on NXT about having every single ref be uh, um, an African-American person, you know, so I, I feel like we're going to have um, Michael Cole say, you know, this is two African-American women main eventing thing, but I think that for them, they don't want to have that be the story of it, they want it to be these two women earned this spot and they didn't earn it just because they're two black women. No, they, they, they no, the story that they've told us is not even that, the story that they've told us is bitches be well, crazy. Yeah, the story that they told us is shit. So, and by the way, I can't wait to see what Sasha's doing for her fucking hair this night because she's clearly got something going on, growing those blue roots mm. out or the roots of her hair out from the blue and not yep. refreshing it because she's clearly got different plans for Mania. So I'm actually excited. She's usually really good but, about uh, uh, about doing some kind of tribute with her gear too. So I'm looking forward to whatever she's got going yeah. on there. I mean, her she is she is married to the fucking the 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 Kaz. Yeah. Kaz, yeah. Um. But, yeah, I, I think it's a disservice to not mention it. I think uh, over and above the fact that it, it brings a different level of attention to the match, just from a promotional standpoint, um, just on some basic – with everything going on in the world, if you've got a chance to be represent, representative uh, to a culture that feels marginalized and minimized and a gender that feels marginalized and minimized, uh, you're doing a disservice to both of those – uh, groups by not uh, pointing out the significance of this. Look, just my it looks like Scarlet has a disease. I don't want to titties there without your sitting. Like, it, well, we were having a serious <laughs> cultural discussion there. Okay, I need to segue, dude. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I, I nobody <laughs> did. We haven't got to it yet. Yes, <laughs> Jason made. Yeah, because he keeps he keeps he keeps jumping in and all of them. Yes, go ahead, Sal. Who's your pick? Um, I'm picking Bianca. It. It's got to be Bianca. You got to look. I've I've watched Royal Rumble winners get this main event push on the rise to WrestleMania. Um, she didn't get that. At least give her the fucking belts. You know, it, at least it would be somewhat of a star making moment, even though the build watched her get slapped around, lose, uh, get outwitted by Sasha at every turn and get beat up by Nia. Like, forget all that. If she wins the title, at least it fixes half of it. Ginger. Sasha Banks is gonna win it. Ugh. She's gonna win it. Tell Why? Her. Don't ask me. You have the heel win on night one to close the night. We 
One, we don't know what's closing the night. It, it will probably close the night, but we don't okay. know what it's going to do. Two, yeah, why wouldn't you? Because <laughs> it's fucking mania, man. You're supposed to have that fucking feel-good moment at the end. Well, that's what night nope. two is about. Yep. I mean, remember when we were all so sure Roman was taking the title off yeah. Rocket Mania? Yeah. Oh, Twice? Right. <laughs> uh, Second time, he would go. Brains go. Fuck. Mm-hmm. That was when Brock tossed the belt at Vince. Yeah. Stage. You booger. Um, let me think here. Um, I'm on Bianca. John, what you got? Uh, I'm picking Sasha because I realized I hadn't picked any Wonder. Oh, there you go. That's true. Yep. So yep. I was. That's another okay. reason. Uh, so, um, as you heard at the beginning of the episode, Bruno Tomas uh, had a question for us, and that was, which, which match do we want to see end the show? Uh, so he obviously talked about uh, Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre as being one that, uh, that he would like to see. Um, it's, it's really between those two championships, isn't it? The WWE Championship or the SmackDown Women's Championship on which one should end the night. Yeah. Um, I think if you are going with Bianca, then I think you have the SmackDown Women's Championship and the night. If you're going with Drew, then I think you have the WWE Championship and the night. What if they're going with both of them? If they're going with both of them, then I think give it to the women. <laughs> so so there's, there's two options. <laughs> and I can see a scenario where they go with either or. Way to go out on a limb there, Trey. So my, my, my thought is, regardless of the outcome and the awful build, the significance of the match, it should be the women. Ginger? Uh, women. So? Give it to them. If it, if it was up to me, I'd have definitely Sasha and Bianca close the night. Jason? I think I made my case pretty strongly for the women. Right. So. <laughs> That'll take us to night two. And we're going to start with the man who shoots dubs out of his cock, Riddle versus Shamos. And this one is written by Brad Zach. Oh, hold on. It moved on you. Uh oh. Riddle's chill championship vibes have clashed with Shamus's explosive anger on Monday Night Raw. And at WrestleMania, the two in-ring warriors will battle for the United States Championship. A callous beatdown of the original bro with his own scooter signaled the Celtic Warriors' United States title intentions, and a punishing victory over the champion on the following Raw made them even clearer. Because we don't know how to book. Sheamus is looking to become a three-time United States champion, while Riddle looks to solidify his ascent on Raw by toppling one of its most accomplished superstars. Who will walk over the showcase of the immortals with the universal title? Smoke weed every Smoke day. Weed United every day. States title. The United States title. That's what I said. They're stripping it off a of Roman. Oh, <laughs> you, the, totally you said universal. Said universal title. Yeah, you, you said totally universal. Said did I? Yes, you did. I mean, I might be riddled. Oh my god! I, I heard. I said it because it says it. <laughs> it's, oh, it, it does. God. 
the official preview. Here we go. Off their own fucking. Here we go. I'll I'll bring it up over here so everyone can see on on Twitch who will walk out of the showcase of the Mortals with the universal title. That's why I said it because it's there. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. That's I'm like crazy. fucking Anchorman, dude. I just read what's in front of me. <laughs> yeah, I ain't blaming you on that one. That's, that's crazy that they fucking... They fuck. They got it. <laughs> like, what what are you doing, Brad? Doing Brad Zach, fucking two name bastard. Uh, John. Uh, I am picking Seamus just because I feel like they might reward him because he's been one of the more watchable aspects of WWE television on Mondays True. lately. Ginger. Oh, Seamus. Like like you just John just said, he's been on a roll lately, and I think they're gonna give it to him. Have have Riddle chase him for a little bit and then give it back to Riddle. Jason. I think we're forgetting the important part of this is that Riddle was never supposed to be the US champion. <laughs> this was supposed to be Keith Lee. Riddle got it because Lee got hurt. So I think that being said, with coupled with the uh, quality of Sheamus matches lately and the fact that he didn't really get that push for the world title program that I think pe- people thought he was going to get, uh, I'm going to say Sheamus. So, uh, I'm going to say Riddle. I think Vince finds him hilarious, and I think just the graphics package that he gets on his entrance shows that the boss gets a good old laugh out of Matt Riddle. Oh, sorry, Riddle. So, uh, yeah, I think they're going to keep it on Riddle. Uh, I'm going to go Riddle. I would prefer Sheamus win it, but if I haven't predicted. Uh, I'm going to go Riddle, um, just because, yeah, I could see them bringing Keith Lee back in as a heel. See, I also feel like there's a, there's a build-in feud if you go Keith Lee, and when Keith Lee comes back, if Sheamus True. does it, too. All right. Um... Well, I'm I'm going to continue not proofreading these because <laughs> that that wound up being incredibly funny. Um, right. Huh. All right. So the next match is a singles match between Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, with Logan Paul. Is that uh, that which one it is? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, Logan Paul is either special referee, special enforcer, or just a guy who's going to be at ringside, I guess. All right. Wait, where are you getting that? What do you mean? Where am I getting that? Like, is he referee, ringside guy? They haven't guy? said it, like, but he just said he's going to be there. That's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. he said it. Maybe he can be the special guest. Tonight. Yeah, whatever. Maybe he can be the guy that looks at dead. But never. Uh, Sami Zayn has battled against the conspiracies he feels has been he have been plaguing his WWE career, but now the seemingly paranoid superstar will have to face Kevin Owens at WrestleMania. Zayn unsuccessfully attempted to reveal the truth to Owens, and a chaotic KO show encounter paved the way for a showdown at the Show of Shows. Zayn, <laughs> that was. <laughs> how you, how are you going to work three uses of the word show into one sentence? Zane believes him and his old friend, that's not good English, 
It could have ruled WWE, but at WrestleMania, they will settle their long-simmering differences in the ring. Will KO deliver another signature WrestleMania moment with a win, or will Zayn's manic obsessions lead to big stage brilliance? That entire article didn't mention Logan Paul. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go, Brad Zach. Uh, I'm going to go Sami Zayn. Jason? Yep. As sad as it is, there's really nothing going on for Kevin Owens at this point. So, Sami Zayn's at least got a character. And uh, actually, you know what? This is WrestleMania. Shit doesn't make sense. Logan Paul's going to turn on Sami Zayn. Makes as much sense as anything. Ginger, you already said that you were going with. uh... Uh, Yeah, Zayn easily. Um, But. It's it's not going to be the end of the feud, though. I think he's going to win it with legs on the ropes for the right. finish. Going on a limb. You do not get extra points for choosing the right finish, but that's okay. Uh, John? Uh, I want Sami Zayn to win, but I think that uh, Kevin Owens is going to win. I think that Sami Zayn's character is about just sort of like... Being a loser. Accumulating losses and just getting more unhinged until whatever the end game is, but so uh, I'm coming with Kevin Owens. You want to talk about a guy who put in work the past few months? I mean, fuck. He was main event in every pay-per-view from what, uh, before Royal rumble, then everything else, you know, that he would like, I feel bad that he's not even anywhere near the title picture, given how many, uh, matches that he, you know, they were good matches with Roman too. Like, mm-hmm. That's and true. now I'm glad they found him something to do at WrestleMania because for a while it was like, well, what does he do at WrestleMania? Uh, his shirt, by the way, for K- from KO Mania Five is fantastic. You guys gotta <laughs> check that out. Um, but no, I'm I'm giving it Owens because, like John said, Sammy the character losing makes All right. Sense. Our next fight for the Intercontinental Championship yeah. in a Nigerian drum fight. It's what the fuck is the night here? I guess we're gonna we're gonna find out. Sure. Uh, Big E versus Apollo Cruz. Uh, our boy Brad Zach again with the uh, article here presented by Sinkers. Big E and Apollo Cruz have pushed each other to new levels, but a WrestleMania rematch will bring the rivalry to all new heights. The Intercontinental Champion scored a win over Cruz at Fastlane. But the Nigerian warrior unleashed Fury on his opponent with a brutal post-match beatdown. Cruz secured the latest victory in a six-man tag team match alongside Otis and Chad Gable against the powerhouse of Positivity and the Street Profits. The contest grew more and more personal on the road to WrestleMania, which led Apollo Cruz to propose that the Intercontinental Championship match be a Nigerian drum fight. Will Big E meet Cruz's vicious tactics, or will the challenger realize his championship dreams at the Showcase of the Immortals? I just want it to be, like, drumline at this point. I want them to, like, both <laughs> come out. <laughs> uh, Sal? Um, I'm going Apollo Cruz because it's his type of match, right? So, I... Uh, it's got to be Chris. There's no way they make Apollo lose again for like the fifth time in a you row. You say that. I know. Then there was that whole time when... Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura lost 14 times. 
No, no, yes, that, but also uh, Garza and Andrade when they faced the Street oh, Profits like six yep. months in a row. That was the feud that would never fight. There was. But every single time the Street Profits won. There was the uh, the Wyatt family versus the Usos where you kept thinking that they were finally going to put the titles on uh, Harper and Rowan, and then it never happened until they came back as a Super Smash Bros. John. <laughs> so uh, I think Apollo is going to win uh or I hope he's going to win because I don't know what you do with this character if he doesn't. Um, and also, the powerhouse of positivity is a fucking <laughs> terrible nickname. Fair enough, Ginger. Cruz, Cruz takes it definitely. Jason. Um, I'm gonna say Big E just because I think I need to have some champions retain the right. show. Uh, I'm going to going go with uh, Paula Cruz. All right. Um, oh gosh, here we go. <laughs> the next match is Randy Orton versus The Fiend. I assume that they just copy and pasted this article from the last pay per view that they had. Oh God. Right. God, that that picture just showed up again. Uh, it's actually just a video of everything that's happened in the feud, because that is the only way that the right. feud builds. Steve Burrell. He has returned. And that's not good news for Randy Orton. After the Viper sadistically set the Fiend on fire back at WWE TLC, there was no telling if the Fiend would ever be seen again. As Alexa Bliss slowly started to warm, warn Orton of his inevitable return, it was only a matter of time before her premonitions would come to fruition. At WWE Fastlane, the Fiend emerged from the wreckage of being burned, and after being summoned by Orton the following night of Raw, made his cruel intentions clear to finally settle his brutal score with the Legend Killer once and for all at WrestleMania. Will Orton overcome the Fiend, who is seemingly more unstoppable than ever, or will the Fiend complete his comeback from the ashes and rid himself of the Viper for good? No mention of uh, Randy Orton's erection going into Alexa Bliss, though. Kind of sad. Or the fact that uh, Alexa said he's going to yeah. die. No, no, no. Also, no mention of the numerous times that Randy Orton coughed up uh, black jizz. Uh, I'm going to go with the fiend, so this will mercifully be over. Uh, Jason. Yeah, I think we're going to get your dueling fiends here and find out there's more than one. And the other sad part is the story came out that they have created a fiend mask for Alexa and why the fuck would you cover up that face? <laughs> I don't know but uh, I'm going with the fiend. Ginger. Orton. Sean. Uh, I'm going with the fiend. Uh, this can't keep happening. It's just killing me inside. So. At one point, wasn't this supposed to be um, a Firefly Funhouse match? And they were going to do kind of the same cinematic thing they did with John Cena last year? I thought they implied it, but never actively. They heavily implied it, because they were like, oh, Randy Orton, you're going to have to pay for everything with every sin you've ever done, or like something like that. Like They had a promo on Raw where they talked about that. Because if this is just a fucking regular match, who gives a fuck? You know what I mean? They, they, They may just want to do the Fiend's interest in front of a crowd or something. The Fiend. Okay. Uh, 
this is gonna be this is gonna be my popcorn match for the night. By the way, that's when I leave to fucking make whatever stuff I'm go. gonna make because I don't Just give any shits about it. Piss break. Yeah. All right, uh, the Raw Women's Championship: Oscar versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, here's the article. So, Sal, uh, who do you got, Oscar or Rhea Ripley? <laughs> There's no article. Nope, they didn't. They didn't write one. <laughs> uh, I, I'll take. Okay, Rhea. John. Uh, Rhea. Also, although the way they did the heel turn was fucking stupid, I am happy that Rhea is going to be a heel because I feel like her promo is going to be better. Uh, Ginger. Agreed. Uh, I'm gonna go. It's tough because if Becky does show up randomly, I feel like they would want her to try and take it off of Asuka, but you don't make Ripley job two manias in a row. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go Rhea. Jason. Uh, again, from the standpoint of where we're supposed to be, Lacey Evans was supposed to have beaten Asuka a while ago anyway, so I don't think the title is long for Asuka. Um, so I'm going to go Ripley here uh, and possibly the return on Monday night of Becky Lynch. I was I was going to go with Rhea Ripley until I heard that they're going to have a live performance of her, her entrance. And that, yep, that's that usually is spelled... To... Which is weird, immediately after they turned her heel. That's mostly a right. nice thing, the live yeah. performance. Uh, I'm still going to go Rhea Ripley, but... That, that that gives me a little pause. It's like, oh man, they have such fucking terrible track records on that. Is that like a like what's the percentage on that? Oh, it's bad. Um, I can just go through it off the top of my head. We had Bray came out to they performed the Y Family uh-huh. theme song at WrestleMania 30, and he lost Sasha. It, you know? um, <clears throat> Sasha Snoop Snoop performed her theme song, and she lost about. Um. Hold on, there was there was just a, there was a few others too. Triple H had Motorhead play him out mm-hmm. one time. Uh, he lost that one. Oh, CM Punk lost when cult. Um, they did Cult of Personality yep. live. He lost the Undertaker. Yeah, the percentage. Is really bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, there's only been like a few of them because it wasn't the didn't Undertaker have? Was it Kid Rock dude once? Undertaker had Limp Bizkit, Limp Bizkit, Yeah, did it live. In Kid Rock, I feel like he yeah, is immune. Yeah, there's a streak. Yeah, and then uh, Poppy keeps doing Io Shirai, and she keeps winning. But that's not really WrestleMania. Well, that's not really WWE either. So, right. but yeah, yeah, it's it's bad. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, our our final match and what most likely will be the uh, uh, the main events of Night Two, uh, Michael Burdick. Now, uh, each one of these uh, these preview ones that I have been been reading off have on the side featured superstars and so you can click on whoever's going to be in the match so you can go and like buy their merchandise or read their things or whatever like that so the featured superstars in the triple threat match are edge and roman reigns they forgot to put daniel bryan on it uh probably was done i'm guessing it was probably done before is daniel bryan mentioned yes, in the article <laughs> <laughs> No, it's it. I mean, we've already seen the quality that these things are. WWE Hall of Famer and 2021 Royal Rumble winner Edge chose to go head-to-head with Universal Champion Roman Reigns, but Daniel Bryan had his own WrestleMania main event ambitions. 
Returning from injury, Edge started this year's Royal Rumble match at number one and outlasted 29 other superstars to earn the right to two challenge the world champion, that's what it says, of his choosing at the Showcase of the Immortals. In the wake of his Herculean effort, again, like, they just fucking reuse the same words in every one of these articles. They probably reuse the same article. <laughs> It's just right. out certain words and, and copy and paste. The rated R superstar traveled to Raw, NXT, and SmackDown to scope out the world champions before declaring that he would not announce which world champion he would challenge until after Elimination Chamber. He then showed up on SmackDown, getting involved in the main event before taking a spear from the head of the table. At w- of course, that was also a lie because he announced it at Elimination Yes, he did. At WWE Elimination Chamber, Daniel Bryan outlasted five other superstars to earn the right to face Reigns for the Universal title immediately after the career-altering contest. How is it career? Never mind. With the leader of the Yes Movement nowhere near 100%, the big dog emerged trumpet over Bryan in swift order. However, as Reigns was beginning the celebration, the ultimate opportunist struck with a devastating spear on Reigns out of nowhere. Looking over the falling title holder, the WWE... Again, reading exactly what it says. The WWE of Famer pointed to the WrestleMania banner (laughs) 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 and declared that he will challenge Reigns on the grandest stage of them all. Bryan was granted a rematch and appeared to force a tap-out from the Universal Champion, but the ultimate opportunist, that's the second time, derailed the encounter from his position as special guest enforcer. With a controversial finish, Adam Pearce converted the showcase of the Immortals battle to a triple threat showdown. Find out who will walk out of WrestleMania with the Universal Championship in a special tune-out event streaming live on April 10th and April 11th, beginning the at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific, exclusively on Peacock in the United States and WWE Network everywhere else. Ginger. So this is kind of weird, because the last time <clears throat> they did this with Daniel Bryan, he took the strap. Uh, Edge coming back after that long and reigns on the fucking run he's in. I could see any of these guys taking a win, but I think the head of the table remains champion. Okay. John? I'm picking Daniel Bryan because that's what I want to see. (laughs) Sal? I agree with Ginger. I think I think Reigns retains it. Jason? This has been one of the worst builds of WrestleMania this this on this night. Um, <laughs> there's really no point in winning the Royal Rumble anymore, right? Nope. Because you've so fucking downgraded what goes along with winning that Royal Rumble that there is no... Like, like yeah, you get a title shot, but we could throw 40 people in there. We could just put you in a tournament. We could, like... It doesn't really matter what the fuck you want. Like, if you win it, yeah, yeah you get some sort of title match, but no guarantee it's the one you want. Um, it depends just, on who you are, though, because for certain people, they... Like, Drew last year. You know what I mean? They make sure it's one-on-one. You get your moment. Because they want... they. They want you to be. Yeah, but this is the second time that Daniel Bryan has been added to a Royal Rumble winner's title match at Mania. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, no, what I'm saying is that, like, last year with Drew, they knew exactly what they were going to do. They 100% were behind Drew. 
this year Daniel Bryan was involved in an Intercontinental uh, title program. But what I mean is this year they thought they wanted Edge and they've completely doubled back on it. And that's why I think they're just going to have Roman retain it. See, see, that's the problem, though. You think they wanted Edge to win. Yes. I don't think they ever wanted Edge to win. I think they wanted <sighs> Edge. I think they wanted Edge's exposure, Edge's name recognition to help build Roman's heel character. I think I think Edge was there to be fodder for Roman to get over more as a heel. Um, the ironic part. Job, so they have Daniel Bryan in it now. No, Edge did his job just fine, but Daniel Bryan is certainly a more sympathetic character than Edge is. Edge is more of a badass face when he plays that role, whereas Daniel Bryan has sort of a different affection from the fan base. Um, also, also, Daniel Bryan can eat that pin, and Edge can still be Edge can still have the claim to fame of having yep. not lost. That's why I was thinking is. They don't want Edge to get pinned. Right. But look, so I'm fine with Roman retaining it. But I think if you we've seen it throughout the years. So sometimes people win the rumble and then they just like, eh, I don't know if I want to do that anymore. Sometimes people win the money in the bank and they have the same reaction. Uh, yeah, but you you, you were talking about just like uh like the last time, but this isn't the, the only two times that we've had a triple threat match. I mean, you had Seth Rollins cashing in. Um, you had. Well, that was more of a. That was the first time that ever happened, in like during the match, like that was a great use. Of yeah, the it's a bit of a different dynamic, but yeah. I see you had you had yeah. Cena, Orton, and Triple H. That was a that was a triple threat oh, yeah. match. But that wasn't a Royal Rumble winner. That John was Cena was a Royal Rumble winner. Correct. That was not a Royal. Not that year. John Cena won the Royal Rumble. Used his championship shot at No Way Out to challenge Randy Orton. Uh, then oh, but okay, so Orton remained, yeah. But then at WrestleMania, it was a triple threat match. Right, but he had gotten a one-on-one match. Yeah, he but he got it at No Way Out. out. He, that was the story, was he chose to Rey do that. Rey Mysterio lost his title shot to Randy Orton, uh, then was added to the to a triple threat match at WrestleMania after winning the Rumble. Uh, Benoit won and was added to a triple threat match between Triple H and Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels signed the contract. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, it's just... They write that shit in pen. I mean, once he signs it, yeah. it's nothing you, you can had, do. You had The Rock get put into a fatal four-way. I mean, we can ignore the fact that every contract will have your yeah. name printed below it, and you sign it above it, but, yeah. you know... Then you had the rock, and then you had the footage where the rock's feet hit the floor before Big Show. No, no, don't bring that up. That was the that was one of the yeah. worst medium. They made it a fatal four-way match. Yep. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, that was fucking. Oh, right, God. So, so this has been a long way to get to. I'm picking. Okay. Roman to I'm picking. I'm picking Edge. <laughs> so go ahead and submit your picks. And then, uh, yeah, next week we'll be back to talk about. Uh, the two nights extravaganza, the showcase of the immortals, the show of shows, the on, on the, the grandest side, stage of them all. On the plus side, it gives us another excuse to not talk about Ross. That's true. It's very true. Although maybe maybe they'll actually fucking bring Ooh. it because Raw after Mania. 
Last year's roster Raw after man, Mania was fucking garbage, though. Yeah, but yes. Yeah. Didn't last year have a big show? With yes, me, but so, caveat to that. Really part of part caveat to that. Pandemic. Okay, what about the the Raw after thirty five? Was that one was garbage. Remember they had a bunch of eight. That one was garbage. That is okay. <laughs> but last year, I I do have to give it that of like ah, something some plans that they might have had for that obviously got fucked. Part of what happened in uh, that that's hurt those t- those Raws after Mania is that you don't have that big guy you can come back and be full-time, like because now AEW is signing all the talent. So you got NXT call-ups, but even now NXT call-ups aren't, don't carry the same sort of oh shit that they did at one point. Uh, it's not like when Enzo and Cass yeah. debuted and you had that huge pop or, yeah. or even the revival. Um, but looking up and down NXT right now, if, and this is a big if, but if Finn Balor retains the title, I wouldn't be shocked at all to see Karrion Cross debut the night after me. I would say the opposite of that, too. I think that there's a chance that Finn Balor returns to uh, to WWE. The night after. I feel like Balor still has some unfinished business with Kyle O'Reilly. I still think he needs to put Kyle over. It's possible, yeah. Oh, dude. I think that needs yeah. to be the end of that But like story. I said. I, I yeah. love Kyle, but I don't. I don't, I think they're done there. I don't think so. I think I think Balor beats Cross, and I think the story eventually the the crowning moment at maybe the next takeover or somewhere down the line is Kyle because he's zero two, and you're gonna, when you finally decide you're ready to pull the trigger on putting that belt on Kyle, that's the story. And you do still have the Finn Balor Walter thing too, which never got right. resolved. Um, but yeah, other other than that, I don't really see anybody that you know. I mean. Cameron Grimes, but he would just be a joke. Who? Cameron <laughs> Grimes. Uh, I could see Dexter Loomis, though. Because we, yeah. we've talked about... I would love that, because it means he's not on... He's not, going, he's not going to get like a huge pop or anything like that, but he he would be somebody that I could see them bringing up. Um, I could see Dakota Kai. Yep. I would yeah. like that. What about... Um, not the people who come out of NXT, but what about the returns? Like we danced around it, but yeah, Becky's Becky's been Becky. That would yeah. be pretty. That would get a huge reaction. Becky, Eva Marie, those um, two are the two of the big kind of names. Uh, Keith Lee. Um, Keith yeah. Lee. At this point, would get yeah. a huge reaction. Maybe yeah. for sure if they turned her back. Dominic Davidskovic, I think, would still get what a kind about, of thing. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy Uso could show up. Yeah. yeah. He could show up at Mania too. I I think out. he might show up at Mania, but if if not, yeah, you've got that as well. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anyone else that's like Rhonda. Rhonda, Rhonda, sure, that would be huge. She would get she would get a big pop. I mean, Brock too would get a big pop. Um, now, for as I understand it, after night after WrestleMania, we're back in the Thunderdome at the college campus. There's still no fans at Raw. Oh, then so, it's gonna suck. Yeah, then they're not gonna do it. They're not gonna do anything. <laughs> then they're not gonna do shit. Won't be Brock. No, it won't be Brock. I'm just trying to look at see who else is out right now. Uh, Ivar, but I think he's still gonna be out for quite a while. Um, obviously, Nice Evans is not. Do you want me to text sure him? Sure, you can. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, there's really not anyone else that's injured right now. This they're actually looking pretty healthy, all things considered. Um. Tegan Knox, maybe? She's been looking for... Uh, 
I don't know. I don't think she's ready yet. It's a torn ACL. Yeah, I don't think she's ready yet. But um, yeah, pretty much that's that's really the only ones that. Tony Storm, maybe. No, oh, they could they could bring her on. Tony Storm would be yeah. nice call. Do Do you guys remember who returned last year on Raw? Who? Nia Jax. Nice. Um. <laughs> You're an evil bastard, you know that. You're welcome. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there's really not much else going on. But yeah, if they if they're not having fans, then yeah, there's probably there's probably not going to be much. Enzo and Cass. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you yeah. you hate him, but I would be I'd be down oh. for that. I don't hate him. I don't hate him. I, I was talking about Ginger. No, Ginger yeah. hates them. I don't hate them. Yeah. Ginger hates them. I I like him. I was entertained. Oh, by oh, them. Even Cass's new yeah. look. I don't like Enzo. Doesn't matter. Don't care. Cass's new look with Enzo as a mouthpiece rather than a yeah. partner. Oh, God. Fuck no. No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. You're soft. You're sloppy. Get them off my TV. <laughs> they call me Bobby. In fact, in fact, it's not going to be Eve Marie that gets all the heat. It's going to be Enzo. Right around. Be the jalopy. <laughs> Twa magic coming to Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, unless you guys have anything else that you want to discuss about WrestleMania 37. Uh, not, not in particularly WrestleMania. All right, then let's go. But oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just joking. Uh, no, 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 no. Go, do it. It was just a joke. All right, it's WrestleMania season. I want to ask each of you gentlemen something. Better version of Shawn Michaels: prior back surgery, post back surgery, post. Post and I never thought I would have said that like originally. Yep. I prefer the character prior, but it the work post. Okay. Baldroy. <laughs> oh. Killing himself on mood salt yeah. fucking Ah man. Wasn't there something along the lines of uh he had he had longer longer ten year post surgery than he did pre surgery? Wasn't that something I read? Yeah, yeah, it's just crazy. Yeah, I would say I, I prefer the 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 non born again Shawn Michaels character wise, but uh, but yeah, like the the in ring work, obviously he he brought it more once that you know. I don't know if that's just a, a product of like him him realizing what he didn't have anymore and like you know kind of reigniting his fire, but yeah, I would say work wise post. See, the thing is though, he didn't have bad. Pre back surgery no, matches, like like Razor was at the time one of the you know greatest matches I had seen to that point, um, and then he had a great match with Diesel at eleven that no one talks about. Oh, great! It was really good. It was a really. <laughs> I don't good know that. Match. I don't know that Scott Hall has ever had a great match in his life, but <laughs> maybe Kevin Nash. But yes, no, I said he said ladder match Razor. Why you saying Scott? Oh, I thought you said Diesel at Mania. No, I, I said both of them. Both oh, of those okay. matches I thought were pretty good for a Shawn Michaels yeah. match. Back then, especially. Um, the Iron Man match went on too long, but, you know. And then, obviously, at 14, he was hurt. So, <clears throat> But then, obviously, his body of work after, it's just it's incredible. It's like some of the greatest matches of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Taker, Kurt Angle, Jericho, like... And the Angle and Jericho ones sort of get forgotten <clears throat> about on, in the weight of the Taker matches, but those were oh. some of the, my favorite matches of Shawn Michaels' run. Yep. Shawn he Michaels' a, Kurt Angle was fucking 
Amazing. I love that match. It's a clinic. Uh, it's an absolute clinic. He was a bloody fucking mess at 20 for oh. Triple H and he who shall not be mentioned. <laughs> and uh, and like I've said on this network before, for my money, still to this day, Michaels and Undertaker is the greatest wrestling match I've ever watched. The first one. Yes. Yes. And I, I think the second one is a damn good match, but yeah. it's not it's not where the first one is. The second one consisted of a bunch of tombstones and a bunch of super kicks. Well, the second one also had the emotion of yes. uh, Michael's trying to hold on to his career, but had um, sure. that was a great story. But but it sort of fell in the face of the the Ric Flair Shawn Michaels story that they had told two years prior, yes. and yeah. that was one of the best uh, Michaels stories leading into Mania and stories changed throughout just the thread of a match. Um that they told so agreed the, the the i'm sorry i love you will forever live in wwe wrestlemania mm-hmm. or as one of the greatest moments yeah so so uh i have a quick wrestlemania question for you guys what's that what's the match you're looking forward to the most regardless of the night kyle o'reilly and adam cole no, not <laughs> take over just wrestling women's safety match <laughs> you're a jerk uh, hold on, I'll have to... Um, honestly, minus Cesaro and Seth, to be honest. Because I, I know I said this at the beginning of the show, but if they if they let these two go, they could fucking easily have match of the night. Easily. Sasha and Bianca really intrigues me. Because I think the two yeah. of them are really good, and Sasha continues to be fearless, which is a detriment to her long-term career. But, <laughs> yeah. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing the two of them get a lot of good time and and do something with it. But uh, that also has a high probability to suck. So I don't know how. <laughs> For me, of the matches on top, I think Reigns, Edge, and Brian are going to have a fantastic match. I think mm-hmm. that they're going to put on the theatrics uh, of of a main event of WrestleMania. Um, that said, a low key match for me. Uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. These guys have sure. battled from like day one of their careers, and now they get to do it <laughs> on the biggest stage in the industry. And I think they're going to bring it. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of me, one of the lasting impressions of Kevin Owens was the half and half suplex in the ladder match in their oh. first WrestleMania, oh. where I thought Owens was fucking crippled. So uh, they'll bring it. Trust me. Isn't that the one where he landed? Yeah. Like. His, his leg head, like, and inside his head. the ladder, yes. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. God, oh my. Kevin Owens always does this crazy fucking shit at me. Like last year when he jumped off the Ginger, side. if you if you could sum that up with uh, one word, what would it be? A Thanks. gross. <laughs> I'm gonna um, miss hearing that on the next team oh. every week. No, I I think uh I'm definitely looking forward to Sasha and, and Bianca. Tune into the AEW rundown next week to hear Ginger's thoughts on the, on the Superkick party. <laughs> on, the plus side, on the plus side, that catchphrase will get plenty of use yeah. when Nikki Bell is talking about her sex. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh. I don't think I weighed in yet, but uh, I mean, obviously the triple threat, but um, also, I because of how bad the last match was, I kind of feel like Biggie and uh, Apollo are going to bring it to make up for it, because that was fucking terrible. Yes, but I well, don't know what type of match it is. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know what 
They're going to do drum solos. It's an Ethiopian dinner match. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) To see who can raise 50 cents a day to feed starving children. In the eyes of an angel. Isn't that one that kills the dogs? Yeah. All right. I think that's as good. I think that's as good enough place as any to uh, to shut her down. Uh, So, uh, with that, uh, Ginger, thank you for being here. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, guys. I'm gonna go oil up Vince's arms and. Hey, hey, hey Johnny. If if Vince was pegging you, what would it sound like? Good lord. <laughs> give, give us a little dirty talk, Johnny. Come on. Now reach to the bicep. All the way to the bicep, Vince. Oh. Oh. John, thank you for being here. Thanks for suffering mm-hmm. with me. <laughs> just oh, I'm dirty not suffering, John. pal. Just say Dirty John Laurinaitis is one of the best characters we've caught on this run <laughs> by complete accident. Is it Comer? And it you, all, all, you all owe me a thank you for egging him on to do that on NXT Rundown that one time. Boner. That's Boner. Sal, so, thanks for being here. That's supposed to fit in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for having me, Troy. Uh, hey, Ginger, I heard the Bellas are in the hot tub waiting for you. Or, hey, Johnny, sorry. Sorry, I'm busy with Vince's no, moment. No. <laughs> oh, Pritchard's calling. <laughs> Jason, take us on home. Uh, I don't have a catchphrase for a WrestleMania preview, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously, best time of the year to be a wrestling fan. Go out, enjoy it, watch everything. Uh, take in the indie shows if you can. Support everybody. This is an amazing time to be a wrestling fan. Just shut your mouth. Stop complaining. Stop arguing. Just enjoy this shit because we're living in a great era of the business. And with that in mind, we will smack your ass raw next time. Bye bye. Uh, See what harm you can do. Hey, yo. No, no. Chance still hands in hell. Take what's mine, they're just too frail. You can't beat me. You ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me. You ain't got no chance in hell. No, no. Chance still hands in hell. Take what's mine, you're just too frail. You can't beat me. You ain't got no chance in hell. You can't see me. You ain't got no chance in hell. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. You have been listening to a Rundown Wrestling Network production. Please visit RundownWrestling.com for all of our shows, as well as our other special events. Keep it locked there, or subscribe to the Rundown Wrestling Network on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, Stitcher Premium, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Leave us a voice message that we will play on an episode by going to anchor.fm slash rundownwrestling slash message. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash rundownwrestling. You can show us how much you love us by buying us a cup of coffee for just one buck at ko-fi.com slash rundownwrestling. Go to reddit.com slash r slash rundownwrestling. Follow us on Twitter at Rundown Network. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rundownwrestling. Email the show your dick pics and twat shots via rundownwrestling at gmail.com. Or go to Instagram or YouTube and look for Rundown Wrestling. Follow us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash rundownwrestling. And you can also follow our host Adam on twitch.tv slash the saleser effect. This has been a Rundown Wrestling Network production.